Welcome to Civil Tension, conversations with contentious intent. We are civil, not polite. We are civil, not politically correct. Civil Tension is a weekly podcast intended to demonstrate that people can engage in difficult, contentious topics of conversation while remaining civil and strengthening the ties that bind, even when we profoundly disagree. Civil Tension can be found on iTunes, Google Play, Player FM, TuneIn, Listen Notes, and more. You can also follow us on Twitter, at Civil Tension, Facebook by joining the Civil Tension podcast group, as well as on our developing Instagram account, Civil Tension, and YouTube channel. To join our mailing list, send a note to civiltension at gmail.com. Well, uh, the mic is on now, by the way, so that was Andy. Ready to go. Andy just said that, so. Thanks for putting me under the bus. (laughs) Denise is pulling out a weapon, guys. I can always uh, uh, clip and edit there. uh, (laughs) Might not be a bad idea. (laughs) Yeah, we will. Um, But I do think that I I like Don's idea. Now, see, you just made a big thump. When you do this. Well, you need a sound check, right? You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, there's my two little strikes right there. I got, got your snaps. <laughs> got, got her very clear throat there too. All right, enough sound check. We're Children. good. Okay. We're rolling. So, okay. Sounds good. With the underwater um, sound check. This actually, thank you. Um, somebody want to catch the door? I yes. Got it. Is that? Is you got that it. Right? Is um, it swing in? We. Anybody want to volunteer? I always put you under the gun to be a guest co-host. Sure. You mean fill in empty places with noise? I mean, yeah. I can yeah, do that. Yeah. So, you know, you can jump up and down and yell and chant. He does hot air. Yeah, oh, wait a minute. He's well complaining. Yes, he's well qualified. Well qualified. You're, um, you're I did well call him a John, John texted me late last night. Uh, his cable was broken by workmen, and he had to stick around to wait for the cable people to come. Because, you know, you get the window, you don't get an actual time. Right. That's yep. just the way that goes. We'll see you sometime between 9 and 7. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we love nine. those. They have gotten better at that, though. Yeah. And it's 9 p.m. and 7 a.m. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They knock on the door at 2 hours. in the morning. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Hey, we're here. Denise recommended a painter to me that I'm going to go with, by the way. Oh, Pete's fantastic. Painter. And I got to say this for Pete Painter, when Pete wants to meet with you or you want to meet mm-hmm. with him, he gives you a time. Yes, nice. he does. 9:30, and he is there at 9:26. Yes. I love that. Oh, absolutely. I That's love why the guy. I liked him. Uh, and he, other if he comes and says, too. you know, you really don't need the painting right now. I would wait a year or two. He's great because yeah. he could go ahead and paint it. But he it, gave me yeah. some great advice on a number of things yes. unrelated. Yes, to exactly. So cool. All right. Here we are at episode 21 of Civil Tension. Thank you guys very much. We can drink now. 21 weeks in a row, you can drink. (laughs) You're more than welcome. So if you have a little extra something to pour in your coffee, turn it into a hot toddy. I was wondering when we could drink. (laughs) (laughs) Anytime you want. We do not stand on ceremony as far as that goes. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I am Peter Galt, your host and creator of Civil Tension, here with co-hosts. Tom Sellers and Ken Nicholson. Ken, thank you very much for sitting in for uh, John today. Really appreciate it. And uh, guests, would you like to introduce yourselves? We'll start to my left. Denise Netzel. Ken Cass. Don Sebeson. 
Andy Kinsevich. And Dan Swiak. Awesome. Thank you guys very much. And we are going to give credit to Don for today's topic. Thank you, Don. Uh, you did. Again, or blame. <laughs> or blame. Depends or blame. on how this yeah. works how this out. Works out. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, this has been quite the week for people, you know, people getting fired, people saying things perhaps they should have thought a little bit about before saying, or people not getting fired for things they probably should have thought about saying before saying them. Uh, you know, we certainly had in the news uh, Roseanne and her show getting canceled, which, you know, came back to what I understood or heard was almost near immediate success mm -hmm. uh, for the revamp of a show uh, that simply was gone until everybody grew up. How long was that gone out of there? Was that, what, 30 years? 20? Yeah, probably 20. 20, 20, 20, 20, yeah. 20 years, yeah. So Between their stints? Yeah, between their stint and the show came back to apparently resounding success almost immediately. And uh, she made a tweet that uh, was mm -hmm. apparently viewed as racist. And it was in poor taste. No one yeah, yeah, was about it. It was poor taste. It was a taste. very, very bad tweet. Yes. You know, but uh, uh, that resulted in the cancellation of her show. Yeah. Yeah. They said, ah, yeah, sorry. That, Oof, that you're does gone. not, uh, you're, you're, you're gone. Then right behind that, we had people saying, um, oh my gosh, her name just left my head. Samantha B. Yeah, Samantha B., who decided to uh, offer a choice descriptive of... Um, Ivanka. Ivanka. And... And it's words we, one of the words we will not say we, on the show, yeah, I presume. Well, I it's one of the... There are two words that I will never use with regard to a lady, even if I'm extremely unhappy. And uh, the B word, the B word, <laughs> and the C word, and the C word. I concern myself I, I do with things like being killed in my sleep for using yeah, the one. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but she used the C word. But you will be saying those beyond the grave, mm -hmm. right? So whether or not they're heard depends on the person's psychic abilities. I, I gotta ask: Did, did Samantha be? Possibly think she's going to get away with it just because she's a woman. She's she getting away with it. Yeah, she's getting away with it. She's got to she apologize. But uh, here's the thing, with it in terms of not losing her job to this point. If that's here's the, the definition thing, though, of getting away with it. Jury's out. That's yeah. she's that in that context and what she said, while, while extremely foul mm -hmm. and incredibly poor taste and low class, mm -hmm. in my own That'd personal no opinion. Is, is was not in a racist context right so you know therefore certain things now certain things could actually apply in the other case from perhaps maybe an extraneous HR standpoint because there was a racist context applied to to what uh, Roseanne did yeah which but you know by and large we've seen some ridiculous behaviors and, you know, to what's-her-face, Kathy, who, as far as I'm concerned... Kathy Griffin. Yeah, I, I'm a ginger, so I'm revoking her ginger card. Uh, She's getting yeah. back into the good graces of the left, Hollywood left. You know, I mean, you can be a comedian. Oh and I actually enjoy... I, I enjoy when things really push the envelope. Mm -hmm. I, I will laugh my head off at, at fairly crass comedy, even extremely crass comedy. There are some things that just aren't funny. Yeah. And I don't know, at what point does that, where's the line? Where do you, 
is, is it appropriate that, um, I don't know, is, is it appropriate that Roseanne loses her job, but Samantha doesn't? And, and what about all the other people? Yeah, how many people got cut loose because of Roseanne's? Yeah, people that are, yeah, don't have a living right now because mm -hmm. of that. I, my personal opinion is I would prefer, and it's not as simple as this, I would prefer nobody get fired for the things that they say. Let the marketplace take care of it. Um, I but think it is that's what issue, happened. But it is the double standard of, of you know, if you're if you have a per certain political persuasion and you say something stupid and hateful and mean spirited, which I would put Roseanne's comment in, you're gone. If you're someone on the left and you say something as despicable and things of that nature, it's like yeah, it's funny then. It's funny or yeah, yeah it's it's bad, but is kind of how it's dismissed. I mean, Bill Maher made the comment, "What Trump is the spawn of his mother and an orangutan." Yeah, yeah. that's funny. Yeah, for, yeah, that's and again, it's just so it's. It's the whole issue of the double standard is what really, really gets me. And I always, I told somebody the other day, I said, if you don't think what Roseanne said is wrong, there's something wrong with you. If you don't think there's something wrong with Samantha B, but with what she said, there's something wrong with you. But if you think one was okay and one wasn't, there might be even more wrong with you. Because now you, there's no moral base to what you're making your decision on. It's like, it's right because I, I agree with that person politically, and this one's wrong because I don't agree with this. And I think that's what's happening. I agree. So it's like, mm -hmm. it's okay oh, yeah. if you're on my side. Well, I think you hit the nail on the head when you said there's no moral base. I think you mm -hmm. just answered the entire mm -hmm. debate right there. End of the show. That's it. <laughs> All right, we've wrapped up. That's it. That's it. Thank you, gentlemen. And another uh, episode. Nine minutes. See you next week. Yeah. Nine minutes. Our shortest episode <laughs> yeah. today. Usually we run a usually we run a full hour. So, but uh, Don, thank you very much for the topic. And, and the uh, answer. And yeah. the answer. Yeah. Good night, everybody. So. I think there's more to be said on this subject. Yeah. Well, I mean, moral base, I think, is a little too blanketed because mm -hmm. there is context in in the comments mm -hmm. and the context is what people apply mm -hmm. if it's racist or perceived as racist that's that's an extreme issue you know right. or sure. race baiting is what samantha b said racist no no it's just foul but let me ask you this so, then if someone a comedian made a comment using the feckless c word about one of Barack Obama's daughters. If Roseanne did the exact same thing, said the same thing about one of Obama's daughters, do you think she would have gotten fired? Her show got canceled? Uh, probably. Absolutely, yes. Because they would have turned that into. It's. I, I, think, I believe that. I she think it's context. It, I'm sorry. Go ahead. But isn't that freedom of speech? No. No. Why? Well, it's because not, you're. Because well. you're <laughs> it's not, yeah. It's not it, being censored by the government. Slope. Yeah. Yeah. It's not being, I mean, again, the folks that fired Roseanne have the right to fire Roseanne. True. Absolutely. True. They have the right to fire. I have no issue. So the question is, you know, if they're firing her for that, should Samantha B be fired for what she did? I think said. she should. And it's, to me, it's either they should both be, both be or, fired neither. or neither. Or right. neither. Right. Exactly. Um, I would lean towards neither. I can't stand what either one of them said, but at some point, we just can't be just every, oh, should you be fired? Should you be fired? Should you be fired? Well, I, I think it's whether or not somebody gets fired comes down to the interests of the the employer period right, right? Mm -hmm. you work for me you will comport yourself the way i Absolutely. expect you and if you don't you're gone but yeah. did right? but did they tell her you can't say the uh, talk about the subject and you know blast well, it well it's not it's not so much or the is subject it just it's not so much a subject but here again the employers are 
if I'm not mistaken, looking out for their their own welfare by cutting off the uh, uh, or heading off the political avalanche that's yeah. going to happen with their commercial. Uh, mm -hmm. Well, uh, it's commercial. the <coughs> yeah, it's the association with she, very public figure says something. And and the employer goes, yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. you're very public, <clears throat> we're promoting the heck out of you, the show bears your name. Right, sure, right. Um, if we continue the show, we'll be seen as um, being accepting of, but, of what you've said. Let's look at that. Every, every acting but, contract in the world <laughs> has a pretty broad paragraph that says if you represent mm -hmm. our show in an, in an unhappy way, you're going right. to... Right, mm. and it's strictly unilateral decision. This is, did Samantha uh, B represent their her program in a classic that's way? A, that's up well, to her. The, but look yeah. at the what 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 station, what what company, what broadcast company owns her show? That I do not know. Mm -hmm. And that's TBS, isn't it? Is it TBS? Yeah, yeah. TBS. So, okay, Turner Broadcast System, Turner, which is yeah. um, what the Time Warner, one of the Time Warner mm -hmm. companies. So if you look at their programming. Is is their programming by and large? Do they have shows where they do have some? Those stuff. are are really mm -hmm. you know raunchy or oh, cantankerous or questionable you know, content. Questionable yes, content. And you know, think about that. If if that's your if that's your brand, if that's what you're known for, and you're known for putting more you know, morally questionable stuff on the air. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are there are shows that um, I laugh through mm -hmm. that my wife says, "Here, watch this." I, I caught this. Um, man, I laugh. There, there <laughs> are uh, that I actually won't share the name of them with you because I'm a little embarrassed that I sat through them yeah. and watched <laughs> them. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 but here's the thing. You know, go ahead. Go ahead. Go, no, 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 please no, finish. No, well, um, there is a, a show. It's an animated show. Uh, called Archer. Mm -hmm. I, I, it's it's amazingly poor taste. Every probably every thirty seconds, there's something in poor taste mm -hmm. on this animated show. I laugh through every single one of them, yeah. and I don't know the show. You know, it's uh, so. But there are others and others I will not say. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> some go beyond that. Even. Yeah, because yeah. some go beyond that, yeah. and I'm yeah, like, cool. oof. And some make sure you just make you cringe. Mm -hmm. yeah. Ooh, yeah, no. Uh, and certainly, I mean, there have been shows that I would never sit through with, even with my kids, and they're adult children now. You know, adult children. So that's, that's kind of a <laughs> You just said yeah, that out loud. I'm going to tell him you said that. I don't think they actually listen to this. I don't know. I consider myself an adult child. You so. do have adult children. <laughs> you, know, you, never, you never stop being a parent, so you do have adult that's children. Right. Yes, yes. Well, and, it's, and, it's, and you know, to your point, you know, you're, what, you're, what you're describing there is the marketplace. Mm -hmm. It really doesn't come down to morals in a marketplace. People are going to watch what they're going to watch. Right. So if you're going to have a double standard, which, you know, you can argue either side of this as far as I'm concerned. You can argue it from a moral standpoint or you can argue it from a marketplace standpoint. Either way, the results are the same. Mm -hmm. Either way, the, the Roseanne thing, this is not her first go-round. Mm -hmm. This is not the first time she's offended. <laughs> um, it's kind of been her The Samantha Bee, quite frankly, I know very little about her other than this first quote. Mm -hmm. Uh, but assuming this is the first quote, and my guess is it wasn't really the first or likely to be the last. So I, I guess the question comes down to the same right. 
I have the right to watch or not watch. Mm -hmm. I have the right to change a yeah. channel or not. And change let the a market channel. do its thing. Right. Yeah. And, and and you're and you're right, Ken. Mm -hmm. I think the market will weed itself out because you can't judge on both. You cannot judge on morals and market, not at mm -hmm. the same time. But if the market was making the decision about Roseanne, she'd probably still be on the air. That's true. That's well. Then you go back to the the uh, the employment thing. Yeah. You know. I mean, again, they still have the right to do it either way. Oh, but I, I'd like to see them just swap out Roseanne and yeah. put in somebody else there who knows how to deliver a nasty line. Yeah. Right? yeah. Oh, and who knows? Roseanne could get picked up by somebody else. Somebody just else. Like for sure. Yeah. He might. Yeah. But they'd be on at eleven thirty at night with you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. who knows? Yeah. There there has been. Uh, uh, certain precedents where um, shows have been canceled and people have wanted the show so much that they've sent in notices that mm -hmm. yep. we want that show, we want that show. Who knows, maybe we'll see Roseanne yeah. again. Yeah, last I mean, Stanley uh, did come back. Uh, it could be a publicity yeah. stunt. You, you, uh, interesting uh, way to go. Yeah. It could be. Could be. Sometimes anything that draws attention. Right? Worked, didn't it? Publicity is publicity. People are talking about it. The fact that we're Good talking about it. Uh, yeah. and what, what's that old saying? The only bad press is no press? Is right. No right. Press press. Exactly. So as long as they spell your name. Depending on which business you know. <laughs> yeah, and now they have actually, you know, this small, relatively unknown group sitting around a microphone <laughs> talking about on a podcast that reaches a whopping 4,500 <laughs> people every week um, talking about it. You mm -hmm. know, we are such small beans in the world of podcasts and, but we're growing but we're growing and yeah. to that point we have we're only 21 we, we have over i think over here i'll tell you maybe i will maybe i won't i don't think if the number went down don't say it no <laughs> <laughs> um, i was going to tell you about our twitter following uh each week we continue to go up and uh, I was I'm, I'm surprised, but uh, and, and it's kind of cool. Yeah, 558 followers wow. on Twitter wow. now. We're, we're, there are that many, many misguided folks. We're saying Pretty soon, <laughs> Pete will be doing the Doctor Evil. We have one million. Yeah, one million. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we will. We'll do the whole. If we if we hit one million, <laughs> yeah. boy, we'll be we'll be doing the happy dance off. Yeah. Oh, and really. we will be drinking during this show. Then we <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boy, that conversation would go really. Well, you know, we'll, we'll have uh, we'll have a lot of people want to sit around this table. Oh yeah, <laughs> and we'll have the, the drunk podcast well, episode. Yeah, and go back to again. I think again, the, the employers always have the right, and I think they should have the right because yeah. it's not the government sent. The government is not saying Roseanne can't when she can't right. say what she said. The government is not, and they shouldn't. If that ever if that happens, and it does happen sometimes, that's when it's really wrong. To me, what the bigger issue is is the what what just really I guess bothers me is how how many people. I, I just am bothered by people that can look at those two and be okay with one and not okay with the other. Just personally. That's fine. That's, that's fine. That's, that's fine. fine. That's that, where I, I just, that's what bothers me is because I don't know how you defend either one of them. Um, but some people will defend one and criticize the other. And uh, I just find it hard to find, to, to be okay with what either one of them said. I'm distressed anytime I see folks. Uh, and I'm, I'm a heavy conservative, so mm -hmm. I, I, I accuse Not you. the liberal side no. of, no. of all this, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm, I'm so distressed when people hate something mm -hmm. because somebody they hate supports it. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, I just it, 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 and and so you know, if you're a if you're a never Trumper mm -hmm. kind of person, uh, anything that purports to be a, a little bit pro-Trump yeah. is immediately something you hate. I hate it. And there is no examination of what the something is. Right. There, none. It's, it, Just it's because, an immediate yeah. knee-jerk, 
soul-level reaction that is not put on. These are real people, with the, you know, with with rational brains, we like to think, that in this one area simply check out of yeah. making reasonable decisions. There is no reason. And it's, it's, I'd swear this is a relatively new phenomenon, the, the, way, the degree to which it's happening now. I've never... I would agree with you. I've yeah. never seen it this... Mm-mm. It's Cut like in the last Wait, 10 have years. Have you never been to a Cubs-Sox game? What's the matter with you? <laughs> good point. Good point. Well, those guys have good reasons for feeling the yeah. That's a whole different world. There. Yeah. Getting to the right of a business owner mm-hmm. or an employer to decide who works for him, those rights are being challenged. There was a young lady mm-hmm. that lost her job the other day and actually went viral with it because it's unfair. If I get up in the morning and I take the risk to run the business and invest my time and money to create a job for you, and I don't like you, I don't like the way you part your hair, by the way, uh, or I don't like I don't the way really you hurt. don't have any hair, by the way. That's right, damn it. That's personal. I don't like the cologne you use. I have the right to fire you. Period, black and white, no gray area. I have that right. I earn that right by waking up every day and creating a job for you. You work, you get paid. At the end of your employment, I owe you a thank you and nothing else. I do not owe you a gold watch, a 401, a retirement, a pension, nothing. You got paid to work, it was your choice to work at that job, and if you don't like it, you can quit. Don't tell me how to run my business unless you're willing to wake up in the morning and run your business your way. Well, Yay, ra, amen, there, and that's I agree. crazy talk uh, yeah, in the world today, too. sadly. Yeah. Yeah. And being in the HR career, yeah. what I can actually say is I can, you can, what you said, the examples you gave are actually fine and dandy so long as they don't cross lines mm-hmm. of uh, protection right. within the EEOC. Yeah. So you can- Protecting classes. Protecting right. classes. Right. So I hair know. itself is not a protected class <laughs> within the EEOC. I was once told, I think I've told this story before to some of you, I long ago when I worked for a, an employer myself before. You had I, a real job once? I, I had a real really? job once. Wow. Don't tell people like that. I actually had a real job one time. Went in to have a sales meeting. Uh, I was I was a sales guy and a lady came out and she said, oh, you're, you have red hair, you're a ginger. Forget it, we're not talking. Wow. I thought she was joking. I yeah. never heard that. And this is a while. She turned around and walked out. And I'm like, oh, okay, wow. whatever. And the guy said, you might. And I'm like, is she serious? He's like, yeah, she's serious. You might as well leave. She's not going to talk with you. Wow. So if you take a look around here, there's not a single person that works here with the red hair. bizarre. Well, hair, hair, hair she, color itself is not a protected class within the EEOC. <laughs> it's just not. Yeah. And you know, being a ginger gingers is, unite. You know, and and uh, it's it's hilarious. But uh, that's the first time I ever experienced anything relatively close to uh, discrimination, discrimination. I guess. Yeah. You know, it, it was it was really bizarre. But it's not a protected class. So if you're looking at things that are not a protected class, Mm -hmm. cologne. And and as a matter of fact, there are some colognes and people have reactions to it. It can actually cause a safety issue for other people. Well, regardless of the reason, the point is that if you're a business owner, you have that right Right. to hire and fire whoever you want. Another quick story. I had a guy that I was going to fire. I brought him in my office. I gave him a $5 an hour raise. 
and a week later, I fired him. He said, if you were gonna fire me, why did you give me a raise? I said, when you go out into the working world, I don't want you ever to say that you lost a bad job. <laughs> well, I don't know about That's you guys, but I'm gonna need some crayons. You need a safe space? I a can safe I can space. get a hold of some adult coloring books for you. Well, uh, and, and the lines. as an old guy mm -hmm. and, a, and a guy who's hired and fired many people in my time, I remember the old days where if you didn't show up for work and you didn't call, you knew what was coming when you finally got your ass to work mm -hmm. anymore. My alarm clock didn't wake me up, yeah. seriously. Please don't ever tell me your alarm clock didn't wake you up as an adult. Yeah. But that's the society we've become now. It's, yeah. I can't so question I can't your hear. alarm clock or your values. Yeah. Well, and there are things that, again, depending on what state you're in and what you want to, you, you actually can, as an employer, you can do whatever you want, but you know, be aware that if that if you if you take what's called adverse action, meaning you fire someone, discipline someone, do whatever as an employer, and that employee goes to one of the agencies within the state, like the Department of Labor or the EEOC, or whether it's federal office or state office, you're going to get a call, and they're going to have this debate with you. As an employer, you can make any rule you want, you can do anything you want, so long as you're willing to deal with the uh, ramifications and or penalties of your decisions and actions as uh, anointed upon you by those uh, agencies with the letters attached to their Why names. Why should we have to worry about now, it? Well, uh, because should you have to? Um, well, the, uh, do you want to? I mean, it's. It, I don't want to have to worry about Big Brother looking over me. Well, and Again, here's the I thing: though, they the are risk. looking. At the I real, take the risk. I, yeah, I once you take had the somebody. Risk. I once had a union representative come to me in Detroit, Michigan, and said, "You guys are going to go union, or you're not going to work here." I handed him the keys to the business, and I said, "I want you to reach into your pocket and subsidize the payroll like I've been doing for the last year to get this business going." He said, "Oh no, 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 we're backing off." The point is, I take the risk every day. I have that right as a business owner, period. I don't have to worry about somebody squealing on me, somebody reporting me, somebody filing a claim against me. I'll fight it, but I want that right. And you have that right. And I have that right. I don't understand how the government can take it upon itself to make itself a third party to my agreement with my employee. I mean, an employment situation is very simply, Ken, I'm going to hire you. I'm going to pay you $20 an hour. I want you to stack these widgets in perfectly vertical lines and every now and then take them out to the garbage. Whatever. And there's the deal, right? And I and I want you to wear a blue shirt. And I want you to get here on time. Whatever our agreement is. Excuse me, I'm protesting. You can't make me wear a blue then shirt. Then you're fired. No, that's not fair. You violated our contract. Well, I'm going to go. We don't have you. an agreement. I'm going to go report you and file a claim. At which point, I say, go for it. Okay, good for right. you, and that's what more people should stand up and do. And and, I, I, and, and you would probably the employer would probably lose that one because the color of the shirt is not a protected class. Protected class. I mean, and that's I mean that's obvious throughout. I mean, you know, look at all the employers with uniform requirements. Mm -hmm. You know, and and then you have what's called a bona fide condition of employment or an agreed upon contract where people came to an agreement there. But it's. Uh, 
I can I am actually in spirit with you 100 um, percent but having been had a having had a career in HR what I hear and see a lot of employers do just sometimes it makes me cringe because I know what could happen should a government agency get involved in it and you feel so bad for that employer because they are the ones taking that risk mm -hmm. they're the ones creating that job and providing an opportunity for someone to earn a living mm -hmm. earn an income put a roof over their heads put food on their tables and you know as, as a is there anybody here that's not actually a small business owner or hasn't mm -hmm. been one I think we've all been at some point in time. at one point in time it's it's a freaking scary life. It is. Well, well, it's, 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 this, this whole this whole thing is why I no longer have employees, love, yeah. and I will yeah. never have employees again. I have very close friends, good people that I love to work with, and it is always cross contract because mm -hmm. all you get, I mean, a, a contract between my company and their company, mm -hmm. yeah. which gets the personal stuff completely out of it, and I, I can agree, simply, 100%. you know, non-performance, we're done. Yeah, because it's right. funny because when I, and I've I've worked in the corporate world for so most I, of my life and hired and fired people and had to deal with the uh, HR issues and it just sometimes it's almost humorous, you know. Well, you're firing me because of X, because I'm woman, I'm black, and whatever whatever it might be, it doesn't matter what it is. And I always thought it was pretty funny. It's like, well, if I was firing you because of that, why did I hire you in the first place? You were that when I hired you. <laughs> right. And I've always found that humorous. I hired you. No, I hired you because of what I thought you could do. It is now humorous. I fired you because you're not doing it. And then all of a sudden now that other factor is the reason you fired me. Well, it's, it's like, what people it just, want almost, to assign. It's right. what, you know, they, especially in states <laughs> that are, they're called at-will employment right. states, mm -hmm. where basically an employer or an employee can terminate the relationship at any time, at any time with reason. or without reason, with or without cause. Right. And as an employer, if you exercise that right, it's it's very cut and dry. And you know, hey, it's it, we're done. Thank you so much. Have Good nice luck day. to you. Yeah, nice Clean day. out your desk, have a nice day. Well, why? Instantly, people, because they're, we're such emotional creatures, we try to figure out why. Why the heck did I just lose my livelihood, my income? What am I gonna go home and tell my wife? What am I gonna go home and tell my husband? What the heck am I, how the heck am I gonna feed my kids? Because so many people live day to day, paycheck to paycheck. Uh, you know, there was a, a friggin' post, uh, the posts on Facebook, especially about raising minimum wage, drive me up a freaking wall. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, to that. Yeah, I know this is kind of de evolving. The conversation is going in a different direction here, but uh, as far as employment goes and employers go, minimum wage. I mean, 99.7% of all employers within the U.S. are small businesses. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Say that again. 99.7% of all employers in the United States are small businesses. Mm -hmm. That means that only 0.03% are large employers. Large employers are classified as those with 500 or more employees. And so only... I think, what does that come out to? 18,500 employers within the United States are large employers. Now, when you look at 29.7 million employers, and this is a little bit old on the statistics, I think this goes about 
seven or eight years of the last time they ran these numbers. So it's all increased since then. Those small employers have to, if you're going to raise minimum wage, they've got to work that into, they've got to work that into their cost. Into cost factor. The cost right. of business. You raise minimum wage across 99.7% of all employers in the United States, you're, that's going to cause the cost of goods and services to go up at a rate of 99.7% of all producers of goods and services. Well, because the definition of no, minimum wage has changed. When we were, well, when I was a kid, minimum wage meant there's a starter job kid, with starter skills. Yeah. They were not intended to be full-time support of family if it was, positions. If I wanted more money, I had to learn more skills. Right. And that's that whole argument's completely lost today, I think. Well, we've already seen the, the whole $15 an hour minimum wage just, it's at least, and again, there'll be people that will never look at, never face this fact, but it destroys jobs. It makes, the people that they think they're helping are the ones that hurt the most when they do it. Those are just facts, but again, people will just, when when the reason you're trying to fight for that is not nothing to do with helping the people that you say you are, those, those facts get ignored. But it's devastating to those people when they put those in place. Seattle's a great example. Oh. And it's just devastated the, the, the people that they quote unquote claim they want to help with the $15 minimum wage. Because it's counterintuitive. Oh, well, great, yeah, I want to get $15 an hour rather than 10. I understand the emotions of it. It's not counterintuitive that's why for think. somebody that's had Econ 101. Well, exactly, you know. but that's that's who they're appealing to is, you know, oh, I want 15 instead of 10. If I'm gonna order fast food from somebody that makes $15 an hour, I expect that order to be filled correctly. Not to drive away and find out find out that they forgot my cinnamon twist at Taco Bell. <laughs> I expect that regardless of what they do. They're very good, I but I expect them to be in the bag if I order it. Yeah, yeah. And when they don't, what? <laughs> I drive back around. I get out of my car. I go back in. I throw the entire order in, and I say it's called food rage. Get it right, or get out of the business. Ooh. You can't get it right. Get out of the business. Would you let me know the next time Ooh. you do that? And at fifteen dollars an hour. You should get it right, especially when you're the person, same person that I place the order with is the same one that packs the order. You would expect it to be right. It's a reasonable expectation. Right, but they are definitely overpaid. You know, it's, and, and again, that's, um, minimum wage, is, it is, and it was supposed to be the entry level point. Right, yes. You know, it's, I mean, I remember when I very first started working, I started at well over minimum wage my very first job paid four four bucks an hour. Yeah, but your TV was in black and white too. <laughs> That's right. Well, this is before TV. What TV? We didn't have TV. What TV? We didn't have TV. Yeah. <laughs> we watched the radio on. Yes. Yeah. 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 He does yeah. have a face for radio. Did you? Yes, he does. Yes, he does. I have I have a perfect face for radio. He sent his mail by Pony Express. Too. And, and <laughs> voice to match, thankfully. So, but. Um, you know, the, the job I had was actually mowing lawns of properties that this company owned. Right. You know, the re, you know, property ownership company. And so, you know, push the mower and four bucks an hour. But it was well over minimum wage at the time. And I'm like, whoa. Oh, rolling in the dough. Rolling in the dough. And then I remember when I got my first $6 an hour job. And I'm like, Woo. whoa. Holy I, I didn't get my $6 an hour job last week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, the babysitting Round back then was 50 cents an hour. <laughs> you were making a lot of money. But, you know, to that, to that point, this, this whole minimum wage thing was not 
meant to be a living wage. It is exactly what you're doing. It's, it's a starting the, point. It's right. where you start learning right. skills, right. learning ability, you know, learning what you can do, what you want to do. Uh, some people go to college. Some people go to trade schools. Some people don't go to either. They enter the workforce, and if they're entering the workforce with zero skills, zero experience, this is your starting point. And I actually personally my own philosophy is we shouldn't have a minimum wage mm -hmm. you an employer we'll should be able that, yeah. to be to decide you know mm -hmm. let the marketplace decide mm -hmm. yep. this right. is what i can afford to pay you if you want to work with me this is what you will make this is what you'll earn you don't have to take and it and if you, you don't, don't like it go somewhere else you don't have go to take somewhere it. Else. I, think well, I think that's and if i find i can't find help i have to raise my my yeah. wages and right you know, yeah, employers absolutely. are finding that now within the state of Illinois. I mean, right here in McHenry County, it's incredibly difficult for employers to fill. There are so many. It's incredible. Let me finish my thought in a proper way. Quit chasing squirrels, Pete. Um, it's incredibly difficult for employers who who have many, many, many low wage paying positions, and that here in Illinois is anything thirteen dollars an hour and less. Mm -hmm. uh, in, in within this particular county statistically less than that they have an extremely hard time finding people to fill those low page low wage paying jobs illinois minimum wage is 850 an hour now and right across the border because we're near the top uh, of illinois right across the border in wisconsin they still have federal minimum wage which is what seven seven fifty an hour seven and a quarter i'd have to go look that mm -hmm. up now um it's and those folks will come right across the border to work in Illinois Great. for a buck an hour or more, right. 75 cents an hour, a buck an hour or more. Mm -hmm. And so it's even harder to fill low minimum wage jobs right across the border. But what we're doing, we're training, we keep training people that, okay, if I don't make enough money, the answer is, and how do I figure out the way to do something to make more money? The answer is run to Uncle Sam and have him fix it. And therein lies to me the problem. We just continue to teach people your solution is not you. Your solution is Uncle Sam. And that's, it's almost, I mean, it's, I don't know, I just, that stuff just makes me angry. Well, because that's it's why you're conservative. People. Well, I suppose. Well, I, don't, I, don't think it's, I don't think it's people running to Uncle Sam. I think it's the politicians. No, the politicians are politicians making the promises the well, sure. to go right. raise it. And then they say, okay, I'm going to run to Uncle Sam because... Because here, this guy is saying, hey, he can do better for me. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then how many times do they? They don't. They oh. don't. That's the point. And that's I, but I say point. they are running to Uncle Sam. Yeah, um, there's people pitching it. You know, they're out there telling them, you know, right. ring the bell, come to me, come yeah, to me. If Uncle Sam, it's a bad choice. If Uncle Sam steps in there and, and starts promising mm -hmm. to help, now you've got to vote. Yeah. And that's, that's all it is. Yeah, that's right. all about Exactly. That's all, it's can, all, can, all of us at this table anybody. are old enough to remember the concept. Speak for yourself, sir. <laughs> no work, no work, <laughs> no, okay, no pay. Yeah. Right, simple concept. What a, oh, wait, wait let's, whoa, let's revisit wait, this. Wait, what was that? Whoa. No work, no pay, no pay, no eat. Right. Hello. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're Slow down. Let me write this down. <laughs> and I remember growing up that if I did not work, I did not get paid, I did not get paid, I did not eat. Today, I know the system and the way around it is for me to collect from the government to not work, team up with you who collects from the government not to work, and you 
get ourselves a nice three-bedroom apartment, mm -hmm. three incomes off the government, we're making more money than you that has to go to work every day. Mm -hmm. And, and you're paying. And for I know it. a food bank; you can get all the food you want. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And throw some kids in there times three. Oh yeah. Throw yes. some kids in there now. Yes. You're exponential. Right. It, it, uh, in McHenry County, uh, 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 a woman, a married woman, right, with two kids, can make forty-six thousand dollars a year on welfare. Forty-six thousand. Yeah, it's increasing. It's fairly easy to present where reason. all this money comes from. Right. <laughs> right. I don't. I've, I've had years where I didn't make forty-six thousand mm -hmm. sure. dollars in the last ten years. You know, it's right? interesting fact too. In Hawaii, that number is sixty thousand a year. So if you look at those well, numbers yeah, as the average person who did not take Econ One Hundred and One, it's mm -hmm. like minimum wage or government. Yeah. yeah. Now combine two, three families in the same dwelling. Whoa, you're doing pretty well. Yeah. 120, 180 thousand dollars a year. Well, what is the average salary in the U.S. Like fifty-two thousand bucks. That's, yeah, that's average. That's the mean. Yeah. That's the mean. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I can work for fifty-two, or I can not work for forty-six, huh? Are you going to work today? It makes me wonder. Yeah. I'm, Are you going to work today? Why would I do that? I got my Democrat <laughs> pin right here. Are you going to work today? I'm tired. He's tired. Are you going to work today? I am. I'm going to work today, and when I get done working, I'm going to get paid, and I'm going to make money. I'm going to feed my family. Very simple, black and white. <laughs> I still believe in that. No work, no pay. Do, Y'all remember it's, a, a TV show called no Along Came Bronson, <laughs> by any chance? Yeah, I don't. Right. Mr. Motorcycle we Guy? Got a, yeah, a motorcycle guy with a watch cap, yeah. right? very soft-spoken, played by Michael Parks, who was a great actor, in my opinion. Okay, so he, he picks up this lady by the side of the road. She jumps on the back of the bike, and they're doing this romantic thing through the countryside. <laughs> and uh, they come to a, a place that's got a lot of used brick in it. and. He uh, he stops, gets off the bike, has to invite her to get off the bike, and she says, what is, "What's going on here?" He says, "Well, what you do is you take this old pick hammer and this uh, used brick that's got concrete stuck on it, and you, you knock the the concrete off it and put it in a nice neat pile, and they pay you for that. And it's simply by the brick kind of thing. If you break a brick, you don't make any money on it." She says, I can't do that. And then conversation happens, and then three minutes later, he finally says, look, it's very simple. If you don't work, you don't eat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> You're and so right, that Ken. Concept is you know, gone, yeah. and, and everybody thought that was a dramatic line in the TV show. But it's so right? true. And how many of us? Yeah. Well, have you heard about Mike Rose? He gives away all these scholarships, yes. and he's having, he says he has trouble giving away because he sent, they have to write some essays. Um, I can't remember. There's a couple other things. They have to sign a sweat pledge, and he says he's. And people look at him like, well, I don't want your money. Then I'm looking for a career, yeah. not a job. Uh, let's talk about that for just a let's minute. do that. As I'm we know, you know. <laughs> as we know, job stands for just over broke. J O B. <laughs> and I train young kids, and I try to teach them and mentor them by saying, when you go to college, do not go to college to get a good job. Go to college to get a career. Get paid what you're worth, not what the job pays. Mm -hmm. No matter how good you are, if you get, go to work to get a job and you leave, somebody else is gonna get that same job, same pay. The answer is always go for a career, settle for a job. There's some good jobs, but a career is a career. And I, and, and I agree with you, and I also, but I also see the other side of the coin, and for these people I'm talking about, the ones that say, oh, I can't get a job, I can't get a career, uh, where's my government office? 
while you're searching for that career, get a freaking job. That's right. Eat along the way. That's right. I do not understand how we can pay out all the welfare money without asking able-bodied people, at least, to, to do something productive. Right? They should have. And to if something. necessary, put together a WPA-style thing Correct. where the government puts them to work. Yes. Okay? If you're going to give them the money, you might as well get something out of it. That's right. Right? I, why don't we do that? Because then the it's folks... It's not fair. Well, we got votes that are going to be lost because mm. now these people don't get to lay around the living room watching soaps and get paid for it. And, and how many of us growing up, at least this is how it was in my neighborhood, hey, you know what? I need a new bike, Mom. Dad. Oh. I need some new basketball shoes, Mom. Dad. Mow some lawns, right? What yeah. were those? Yeah, and you got, <laughs> and, and, and the answer was a simple one. That's great, kid. Go get a freaking job. Well, yeah, my dad said, go mow some lawns. Mow some lawns. Deliver some news. Go get you one. You got to do. You were doing. You, know. you were working. I used to tell my kids when they were. I don't want you to have to get a job to buy those shoes and that bike. I'd rather you not have to work. I'd rather you concentrate on your grades in school. Don't bother working. We'll take care of you. We'll buy you the shoes. We'll buy you the bike because school is more important. I got no problem when, you know, and I had that deal with my son, right? He, he was an excellent athlete and no B's. And he had no B's until he got to college, right? And said, so you keep hauling home A's. You don't need a summer job. Very right. nice. There it yeah, is. But that was an yeah. agreement you made with them, yeah. Right. That I was used to say my kids, when they would come to me and want to buy this and want to buy this, I would just ask them a question. Well, why don't you buy it? And they would look at me and go, because I don't have the money. And I would go, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't mind providing that money. Cause it, it, yeah. it, and, and this was an agreement between me and him. And how much money did it save me when he got to college on oh, a yeah. full ride? Yeah, that saved you a lot of money. $150,000, $200,000. I think right. I made out pretty well You're on, on, that. on that. I think I owe him money. What was the other side of the coin if that contract were broken? What were the consequences? Yeah. Well, he, and he wouldn't have the stuff. And, yeah, and that's the difference. Yeah. And, right. and it does make you feel really good when your kids, when you see your Absolutely. kids taking, and it, in, in one way it makes me feel great, in another way it makes me wish I could do so much more for them. Sure. You know, you've got, we've all got our financial limitations, but each one of my kids works and, you know, uh, Cody, who actually worked with me uh, when we had uh, our own company, he was one of the owners, worked really hard. Now he works for a new employer and is doing incredibly well. Uh, actually just carried his team over a threshold. One of the newest guys there, he's been there five months now, carried his team over the threshold. And when they get over awesome. certain thresholds, they actually all get to leave early on Fridays. Nice. So he got out. He got out from underneath the thumb of that tough tyrant of that boss, tyrant. right? Tyrant, yeah, yeah, tyrannical <laughs> ginger. Yeah. The tyrannical <laughs> ginger. I like that. That's the new name of the show. Well, tyrannical last, ginger. Last week we all got knighted. What the hell is going to happen this week? Yeah. <laughs> I think that, that should is, be on your business is, card. Everyone who sits at this na- at this awesome. table is a blessed knight of the universe. <laughs> um, you, you have all been knighted. You have multiple uh, titles now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can go back to that. 
See, that's just wrong. I think of ginger. I think of the the lady from uh, Gilligan's, Gilligan's Island. Island. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing like ginger from Gilligan's yeah. Island. So. No. I would agree with that I assessment. Would, I would just hope <laughs> ginger again. I cannot identify. <laughs> <laughs> no, you really can't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't. And I don't. She sure took a turn for the worse. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no. but you know, it's awesome to see them. You know. Uh, Cody doing mm -hmm. fantastic. I'm really, really proud of him. Uh, my middle son Luke uh, actually works. He worked. Uh, he works at uh, uh, a grocer in his Chicago. I'm going to interrupt you and ask you a question. Yeah. Tell me the truth. Have you ever looked at him? And said, "Luke, I am your father." <laughs> oh God! You have leaving. That's yeah. somebody had to go there. <laughs> okay, that's another show. But have you? That Absolutely. was Ken, everybody. Of course he had. Of course he had. Any Luke you ever Sorry, meet? Yeah. No, it's true. I have somebody had to go there. Yeah, somebody <laughs> had to go there. But you know, works there. He actually uh, right, does. It's time to leave uh, after that. One. Yeah, yeah really. research works for professors through college. He's done. He's at tutoring jobs. He, he works like crazy. He's an incredible budgeter, phenomenal with money himself. Uh, my daughter actually just got herself a job at the college and now, uh, actually sadly, has been home for only two weeks, leaves tomorrow to go on her first internship where she'll be studying I don't understand it. It's, it's the behavior of certain universities behavior of certain galaxies within the universe because wow. she's studying astrophysics. Oh, Jesus. It's, <laughs> yeah. That's the Big Bang stuff. So yeah. That's not, not a career, is it? Oh. She's getting paid. It's a paid internship. Yeah, and good. then she actually has three jobs lined up uh, to for the start of her second college year. Yes. And, you know, they're all... Uh, I'm, I'm really, really impressed with all three of them. And would, I would love to be in the position to say, okay, you guys just focus on school. Yeah. I'll, I'll pay whatever you have. I just, I'm not there. Yeah. Uh, that's just not where I am at. But, um, I can relate to that. Uh, you know, it's certainly as parents, you want to do whatever <coughs> you can for your kids. No, there's different ways you do it. I mean, my son, um, who is doing very well in his, in his career, um, does live at home and he's 26 years old but I'm okay with it because I didn't have that 150000 to hand him to go to college. This is my way of helping him pay for college because he has no expenses at my home. And uh, so I think it's so different to have your son who's working really, really hard at your home versus your son who's not working and just the guy Absolutely. that had to get Absolutely. kicked out by the judge. You know, They're completely different circumstances. I'm happy to do it because it is my way of helping him pay for college in air quotes because mm -hmm. I couldn't pay for it up front. No, it makes, makes excellent sense for yeah. all exactly the same reasons. I wish you'd mow the lawn more often though. <laughs> my son, well, I have him listen to this, they'll know. Yeah. My okay. son did so many wonderful things for me, one yeah. of them was not mowing the lawn. Yeah. Zero times, <laughs> zero times in the 23 odd years that he lived at home. Yeah. Right. Zero times, I'm talking not ever, <laughs> literally zero. Right. So, figuratively, uh, are you, if, if he's listening, hopefully he'll get that message, but you appreciate that. Well, he did other things that were wonderful, sure. and uh, and that was fine with me. I don't mind cutting the grass. It's therapy. It's my ex it's about the only exercise I get. So you I know what? It's, I think a lot of this stuff that we talk about as business owners, and and especially when because I I'm divest of employees. I have no one. I am me. It is it now. I am quite happy about Does that. Does anybody here have any employees? 
Um, I don't. You do. I have employees now, and the highest number of employees I ever had was 380 at one time. And you are a psychologist, you're a financial planner, you're a micromanager, uh, and it... When did you have time to run a business? Well, in between, (laughs) I was filling in for the shifts when they didn't show up. Right, right. So (laughs) what I find now is it's a pleasure to have just nine employees. Nine. That's a reasonable number. And I treat them like family. Yeah. Yeah. And, And they're good. They are like a family. They've been with me eight years, 12 years, so it's all good. That's that's awesome. My goal is to have some employees. And, and Not having employees, because I still I still do provide HR consulting services. I don't ever <laughs> want to go back to having employees anymore. Right. The, the stuff no. I have seen. Things they after have what the government's done, they have too many rights. Yeah. Right. Things They'll probably do contracted employees. To your point, it's, yes. not, it's not so much the rights; it's just the behavior. Right. The, the thing, because I I actually get called to help terminate people yeah. a lot, and the behaviors I have seen just, and especially probably the last year and a half, and I've talked about this with a couple other people, the things that adult people do, people who are oh, over the oh, age, you know, 18 and, My you know, alarm didn't go off. Yeah. 18 and above, I mean, that's, let me tell you. I pulled my hair out every time I heard that. Yep. Yeah, my, my alarm didn't go off. But those are the simple things. There are things that people have done crazy. that you just go, where? What were you thinking? Yeah, and, and uh, how? What? What flipped? Yeah. What? What switch flipped in your brain what to make you, you think, think that was okay? That yeah. was okay. You to showed you. me through your actions mm-hmm. that you no longer want to be working for this yeah. company. Yeah. So, Pete, you get people to actually call you to help terminate their employees. Yeah. Oh, Do you go to the headline right there, man? Call the yeah. tyrannical. You wear that black shirt with the You wear that black coat with the shirt. And the and the fact that and, and God bless you, I'm glad that, that that's something that you get to do. Somebody's gotta do it. But think about that. You know, Ken, would you hire somebody to fire <laughs> an employee of yours ever? No, I can do it. Ken can do it. I think Ken can do it. Where have we gone yeah. that we as business owners can't make our own freaking decisions we're scared and our own death. hiring we can make the decision, oh, no, the but decision. by blaming it on somebody who's an HR expert yeah. that came in, evaluated CIA. your work performance, evaluated your file, and has determined that you're no longer needed wow. for this company at this time. Let me ask you a question. Guy doesn't show up for work three times. You need an HR guy Not to come that. in and look at a file? No, but here's an, here's an interesting <laughs> example. I had a man that was that used to work for me that which would call in sick every Wednesday. So, so I finally called him into the office and I said, I am not going to fire you. You're going to keep your job. Now I want the truth as to what you're doing every Wednesday and why you're calling in sick. He said, boss, I have to tell you that I go to the auto auction every Wednesday and I buy and sell cars. Hmm. I said, is that your hot button? He says, yes, it is. I said, by you not showing up, you're affecting all your coworkers. I don't really care, but you're affecting your coworkers. I'm going to schedule you off every Wednesday from now on, not plan on you being here, and you're going to keep your job. And, simply became, asked. and you're not going to pay him for the day. He either. became one of my best employees because where else could he get a job that he could work Monday, yeah, yeah. Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and take off every Wednesday. Yeah. He became a valuable, because that's why you have to find out, yeah. as you know from HR, you must find out what each employee's hot button is. Mm-hmm. Some of them, it's not money. Some of them, it's vacation time is mm-hmm. more important. Yep. Sure. Family Flex time. schedule. The ability to come in late sometimes. Well, how, isn't that discrimination? 
I no. own the company. I can do whatever I want. If you don't like it, start your own I'm going to write a song about that. Kid. <laughs> right? I'm digging that. Right? No, but the, that type of thing is not discrimination if you're listening to employees. But there's another, there's a woman no. sits right next to the guy doing the same job, and she yeah. has to work That's on Wednesdays. What's her hot button? What does she want? My daughter, my daughter went in, my daughter went in for a job interview. My daughter went in for a job interview, a very big, important job. And she said, I'll take this job, but I want you to know that every summer for July 4th, I have to be off for two weeks. If I can have that promise, then I will take the job. They gave it to her. Next job, same thing. My son, same thing, because we have a family reunion July 4th. They get these jobs. That's and a requirement of hire. It's in yeah. in sure from day oh, one. You can negotiate almost anything yes. on the way in. Yes. Yeah. 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 You you yeah. actually if you, if you take the time as an employee, you can put those things out there and then the employer has right. the choice to say, Okay, I'll work with that. Right. Some employers will, some will say, Nope, sorry, that doesn't, doesn't work, work for me. Yeah. Um, he, there's there's one employer I know who uh, he feels every single person who starts with them new should go through the process to earn the vacation time mm -hmm. that everybody earns through their process through length of period of employment. That can be difficult when you're hiring in people at a certain management level or right. you know senior level or whatever that have a lot of, maybe they've earned to the point where they've got three weeks off or four weeks or whatever. And, then, and that's their, like you said, Ken, that's their hot button. Mm -hmm. I want to, I really want to keep that time that I've earned. Mm -hmm. sure. But when you go to, the, to that fellow's company, sorry, that's simply not a negotiating point. Everyone who started here had to earn that time. You know, he'll negotiate in other areas. That's just not one of the things. Then you have the right to say yes or no. And, and exactly. Yeah. Right, right, right. right. And yeah, notice that right. we haven't heard from the government yet right. here, so right? But right. well, wait till we do. No. But if you were hiring him at $11 an hour, we'd hear from the government, right? I, I, uh, this no, just gets me all really. riled up. I, I am. I, I'd work for Ken in a heartbeat. Anybody believes in the stuff he believes in, I, I'm going to get along fine with him. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. It's it's the other people who think it's their business, and it's not. You know, right. government and don't tell um, me how to run my restaurant. I will tell you how to run, how to work in my restaurant. Right. And if I don't like you, I have the right to fire you. And right. if you don't like the way I do it, you have the right to quit. Mm -hmm. There is no you telling me how to run my business. Um, let's, not get, so, let's not talk about unions. No, we're not talking about unions. We're not talking about unions. Time to go. Time to go. In fact, I don't do, I won't ever do union stuff. I mean, yeah. I what about, but what about, what about people that, that have good suggestions that people never think about? Well, great. We all listen if we're good businessmen. We listen. Sure, certainly. We listen. Bring them on. Good or bad, bring on any suggestion you have. But don't put me in the corner and say to me, if, if you, you don't, don't do, do that, this, then I quit. Then my answer is, okay, oh, I'm definitely different, that's not going to do it. That's a different scenario. I'm definitely not going to do it. I want you to quit. Yeah, you're not saying you won't listen. You're saying it's right. my right. decision ultimately because <laughs> right. I'm the Absolutely. head of the business. Yeah. Okay, that I understand. Any good leader is going to take every bit of a good sure. advice. And my, what I've always said, when people work for me, I want you to tell me everything. Yes. But guess what? There could be 15 different ideas. I have to pick one. Maybe I've tried that All I that ask one. of you is, when I make the decision, you support it. Well, maybe we've tried that one already yeah. 10 yeah. years yeah. ago. Yeah, you weren't here then. You don't right. know that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
And but uh, you know what? We're right at uh, 58 minutes, almost 59 minutes of record time. We should have stopped at the. We should have stopped yeah. at the nine oh, minutes because we were done then. We yeah. answered our question. Right. So well, well, Don answered the question to the the whole thing that we put out there. Sure. But, uh, I really appreciate you guys all being here. Thank you very much. Episode 21. Uh, are you inclined to give yourselves a round of applause? No. Golf clap. No. <laughs> Golf clap. I don't want to get fired. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making too much noise. Right. <laughs> Thank you very much, guys. Have a Thanks, wonderful Peter. weekend. Thank you, Peter.